0: and welcome once again to living in the past uh we are a podcast that talks about the 90s um was it good was it bad was it at least better than the 2000s I don't know. <laughs> Jury's um, going to be out for a long time. Yeah, my name is Paul and uh, my co-host is Ben. We have a guest with us today and uh, I'm going to say long time listener? Yeah, I think long time
1: listener. First time caller?
0: <laughs> um, Leroy, how you doing?
2: Oh, I'm good, thanks. Is it yeah. Leroy or Leroy? It's Leroy. Hey, hey,
0: got it. Cool.
1: Yeah.
2: I love that it's Leroy. Yeah. That makes me very happy.
1: Yeah, if I had a dollar that's... for every time I'd heard Leroy.
2: Yeah. All right, I feel Leroy. like that's how it's supposed to be said though, right?
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: is it a, from uh, a certain origin? Is it French? French yeah, French. Rather yeah. than American. I yeah yeah. yeah. yeah,
2: nice. My See? partner's brother's called Leroy and I like to call him Leroy because I feel like that's how it should be said.
0: He's classing up the podcast already from his yeah, yes. French origins. Uh, tell us about, like, so where, where were you in the 90s? Uh, like, we're talking about July 1993 today. Um, where where, where were you exactly in July where, where 1993? Where were you exactly in July 1993?
1: i just moved out of home. I think I, I was, was 19. Uh, moved into North Adelaide into a share house, Ooh. so um, yeah, well, I guess it was the start of my uh, big boy life, adult life.
0: I've always wanted to go. I, I always wanted to live in North Adelaide because a lot of my friends live there, um, but I just never, never got there. But yeah, it's, it's such nice houses and stuff. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was cool.
1: opposite Channel Nine, so oh. I, yeah, it was uh, nice. Sort of sitting in between their um uh, the hairdresser on the corner and channel nine just on Tin Street, so I saw oh, wow. uh, many celebrities with bad hair and no makeup. <laughs> and I'm guessing
2: back in '93, North Adelaide, your rent was for like ten dollars a week,
1: I believe it was 125 dollars a week, mm. uh, uh, split amongst three.
2: So oh wow, look at that! Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: so it was nice. I think that's yeah.
0: not bad. Yeah. Living on Tin Street. Looking at celebrities. Is that a shirt. Jimmy Barnes song? Live a lot history! So, 93. So, um, uh, just off mic, we'll talk about a big year for music for you. Um, were you a big, sort of like, because down there you got the Piccadilly movie, movie theater, were you a big movie goer back then? Or uh,
1: Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. I guess every, maybe once a fortnight I'd probably go down a mm. Piccadilly.
0: Or... One thing I always regret is like, I should have gone to the movies more. Like, back in those days like I thought I just, that's all you did No, nah, I was more of a video store guy So um. I'd, go, I'd go to the, you yeah, know, even back then I didn't really like to be around people
3: Yeah
0: um, But yeah, we so before we get into the, the 90s and, and July 93 We're going to talk about what we've been listening to uh, and doing in, uh, just recently So this is called Living in the Now Ben Yes, sir. Have you watched Have you watched anything that's non nineties related? I have.
2: Oh, look at you. We watched Pig. Oh, was it good? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. John Wick. Ish. It, it really was. I want to see it. I didn't want it to be good. Yeah. Um, because it's Nicolas Cage, and I, for some reason, want him to fail because no. of the movies I've seen recently that I just despise, like Mandy and stuff. Basically, like that. Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the color of shape as well was a bit. Uh... You can't um, say that he's not versatile. He just yeah, he is. And Wally Are you a
0: Nicolas Cage fan, Laura?
1: Uh I think I've got a love hate relationship with Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah, so I yeah. I love to hate him. Yeah, to, yeah, <laughs> no, in the nineties especially, just like there's a couple of roles there I'm just like, oh City of Angels, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, he's all over the place, hey. Yeah. But this was so we watched Wally's Wonderland, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't say a word almost the entire film, I'm pretty sure. Nice. Excellent That's Um, what you want from me That's exactly what I want So that warmed me up Watching Pig recently So he he speaks a little bit But Yeah Yeah It it kept my attention the entire time I was invested uh, I unashamedly Can't
0: wait If they ever make a National Treasure 3 I fucking love National Treasure movies I don't know why They were the closest to this generation's Indiana Jones I'm going to say that right now I'm going to
2: slap that on the table I can't believe you would even put them in the same sentence Leroy you, uh, watch anything, listen to anything currently?
1: I did, but ironically, it was a, a flashback to the 90s. I watched <laughs> Woodstock 99 doco.
2: Oh, how good is that doco? Yeah, that's
0: amazing. Yeah. Fred Durst Fred yeah. calls it all. <laughs> Pretty much, <yeah. laughs> um, That, it was, me and my wife watched it, and um, it is, you can see where we got to, where we are socially now, looking at that doco. Like this, like all these like, you know, I'm not gonna say like white trash, but like the sort of no, proud white pr- trash. Pr- That's right. yeah. That sort of proud boys thing. Like there's that <laughs> yeah. there's the um, there's a thing where uh, I think I told you about how um, uh, from White Men Can't Jump. What's her name? Um, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez comes out and they're like all are, all, oh, they're, yeah. all they're doing is yelling at like to, to show her breasts and she's yep. like fuck you yeah. and it's like it would be so off putting. It's
2: just like a bunch of dudes just like Ooh. That was basically the catchphrase for white men at any event. Yeah. If there's a woman. Yeah. Like and you then, see a girl up on her boyfriend's shoulders, that's what everyone's yelling. Yeah. I implore anyone to, to try and watch that doco. It's, it's, it's eye-opening. Were you aware of much of it at the time?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the the greatest thing, you know? Yeah. You know, I was a big uh, big Day Out fan, so to me that was like the ultimate, you know, three days. Uh, yeah. yeah. At what point would you have left, Paul?
0: Probably. <laughs> when, like, well, at the start, like, because it, it's on an aircraft base, so, like, it's all tarmac, so it's, like, it, the heat oh, is just ridiculous. No. I think when people were starting to um, uh, swim in shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, <laughs> that was that was because, like, the, cause, like the septic tank blew all and right. a bunch of people were, like, because, you know, in the original Woodstock, everyone's, like, in mud and they're, like, oh, peace. So people were starting to, like, but it wasn't mud. But it they was, would have known it wasn't mud, right? Mm, no. The smell? Not, I don't yeah, know. The, the, the smell's taste. pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, Maybe they just got like, like heat
2: stroke or something and they just couldn't, they, they didn't have any senses. That had that many bud lights out in the sun. Oh they man. They didn't know anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man. I can't yeah. even imagine you going to such a thing, let alone when would you leave?
0: I went to a big day out. I went to two. I saw Garbage Play. Oh. And I saw No Effects Play.
2: You went to two big day outs and you saw two bands.
0: And I sat in the, I sat in the stands for most of Good choice. <laughs> it looked really hot and really far. I was like, that's, that, that's, "That's really far away." Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you um, have a standout big day out experiences? Festival uh, m- experiences? Many, many, many.
0: Were you there when uh, the bug bit Courtney when Hull were playing? Hol? Yes, I believe I was. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, Courtney Courtney <laughs> Courtney Love got bit by a bug. It's like, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think my probably my most memorable moment was there as a people used to dress up. You know, not crazy. Hella, uh, Halloween dress it up but everyone had maybe a theme you know mm, yeah And there's a group of guys that had a um, uh, they were all dressed in camo okay and I'm a pretty timid guy at the best of times but uh, I probably had a f- couple of cordials and um, <laughs> charged right into this group of guys wearing camo and they were all like oh man what's the deal and I said oh, sorry man didn't see you and <laughs> I was probably the laughing stock of <laughs> my group of mates for the rest of the day that's classic pretty good though <laughs>
2: they were clearly asking for that to happen yeah well, if you so. go dressed in camo you want someone to run into you yeah Yeah. clearly what they wanted
0: you the other want that you're, you're going to go murder someone yeah so. they're being too provocative in their camouflage <laughs> uh, no problems um, so let's get back into the 90s and let's do the events alright should we do quiz first or sad news first <laughs> Sad news. First. All right. So let's, well, no, it's, it's a mix of sad and, and, um, and good news. So um, the first four photographs ever taken of Mars uh, came through from the Mars Observer. So, that is sad. That's not sad. That's, <laughs> that's, nice, that's the nice sort of nice Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, Japan, uh, unfortunately, suffered an earthquake and a tsunami. Um, so that was, um, I don't know if it was the same magnitude as the one back in a few years ago. But it was quite, quite huge. Um, So the first allegation of abuse against Michael Jackson came out. So we Uh, talked about him earlier this year. He had his big um, uh, interview with Oprah and uh, got watched by 90 million people. Correct. Yes. And then about four months later. (laughs) um, So he was a um, a Los Angeles dentist and screenwriter, Evan Chandler, um, accused him of um abusing his 13 year old son and this would be the start um of of that whole process
2: so did the dad see him on tv and the kid was like ah oh, that's that guy that did things to me
0: uh like i didn't go like right into it like there'll be more like I'll be, I'll be doing like a bigger section on it later but like it's yeah i think it was already in the works and then okay um but the, um interestingly he was said that he was too sick to go on trial or to do a lot of the, mm. to help a lot of the investigation, And I think that was a trope that came through quite a lot. He was always like not in the right physical or mental. I was like, well, that's
2: very convenient. fair enough. Not
0: pointing fingers, but pointing finger. Um,
2: uh, Wait, pointing finger at the victim or Jackson? Jackson. Oh, right. Jesus, what are Thought you were saying, Jesus, the was, you I thought <laughs> saying the kid doesn't feel well. I was like, no. yeah. Well, that seems fair.
0: Um. Anyway, so let's get on to. Um, oh, just one. Uh, it's you know, probably not a great, segue way, but um, there was a musician. Do you ever heard of a CL band called The Gits?
2: Yes, they're Le- on Forensic Files.
0: Yes, this is the this is the case. Uh, Mia Zapata of The Gits um, was walking home in July 1993 and was attacked and murdered. And then they didn't actually find the killer for ten years. Um, but there is a, an episode of Forensic Files about it. Um, uh, I
2: think is there two did they do one and then do one when they found him or they just did one when they found him I
0: think it's just the one where they found him but yeah yeah. so um, yeah definitely uh, um, and if you've ever heard the Gits like they're actually quite a good band um, yeah. I, I, I hadn't sort of um, heard much about them before researching this and yeah give them a go so um, also a,
2: a decent Forensic File episode as well it's a little bit <laughs> okay. different it's interesting <laughs> okay. but having watched many of them I don't know if if I trust them anymore they, they caught this guy ten years later, but did they catch him, or did they falsify enough evidence to be like <laughs> we caught someone? Should there be another
0: files like investigating the forensic files? Like... Yeah,
2: kind of.
0: Um, I had to. Yeah, I can't watch a lot of them in a row. It makes me feel a bit.
2: But... Yeah, it's
0: gross. So let's let's light up the darkness <laughs> with the quiz. <laughs> now, um, do you guys have? A... Are you a, on a buzzer? A buzzer, yeah. I should have um, let you know, Leroy, beforehand, but do you ever. A...
1: I'll just call out Buzz.
0: Yeah, Buzz,
2: cool, all right. You, do you want my usual buzzer? Are you sure? Sure. Okay.
0: You're not going to be able to use it because there's no law and order in it today. So. Well, I'll make the most
2: of it right now. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so jarring. And <laughs> <laughs> I like hear it sometimes in my usual life, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to steal your phone and make it your alarm. And- <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, something crashed into a building in Manhattan. What was it? A, a plane. B, a parachuter. C, a blimp. Yes, banner. A blimp? It was a blimp. Yes. Uh, it was a blimp, a Pizza Hut blimp. Blimp, <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was, uh... <laughs> So it was a. um, Yeah, they were just. uh, You know, it was was 4th of July. Sun was out. Crowds were out. Blimp was out. (laughs) Um, And then they don't really know what caused it. They said that apparently a piece of the tail um, broke off. And uh, the airship, known as Bigfoot.
2: What a terrible name for a pizza blimp. uh,
0: It. um, Yeah, a huge big pizza one and then smashed into a building. Um, No one like died or anything like that but there was a even the pilot of the blimp just they're both pilots there's two pilots for blimp
2: oh yeah yeah two people for that yeah i don't
0: know Apparently <laughs> <might need> more. <laughs> um, uh so yeah uh but there yeah, um it's uh, it, i'll try and post a picture there's a couple of pretty funny pictures because it's it's quite a thing when a blimp crashes into things because it's not as devastating as a plane crash it's kind of just like when you throw a mattress over something. <laughs> I mean,
2: a mattress like a blanket over something. <laughs> I just picture it being like Pong. It's just going to bounce off the building and then like hit another building. No, I think it deflates pretty quickly,
0: actually. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so, next question is, the US government announced a new policy that this is going to be a big policy in the 90s and to 2000s for the military. Was it called... Don't Speak, Don't Hear, Don't Ask, Don't Tell, or Don't Come, Don't Go. Buzz. Yes. B. Yeah. Don't Ask, Don't Tell. It was the... What was,
2: what was option C again?
0: Don't Come, Don't Go. <laughs> I, You know how long I'd like tried to think of something that was like... <laughs> it sounds like a UB40 song. <laughs> don't Come, Don't Go. So they are just edging their soldiers. <laughs> yeah. now that's in
1: relation um, to uh, gay people in the military. Yeah,
0: so basically before that... Um, you, Even if you mentioned you were gay, you were, you were discharged. So now they were saying, like, it's like a don't ask, don't tell sort of thing. It's it's basically like, you, I think it's, if you're still openly gay, you were discharged. Like, um, but if, like, no superior could ask you whether you were. Right. So they kind of, it was mostly for the closeted homosexuals in the army. Didn't do well for the people who wanted to be openly gay because Mm. you couldn't say that you were. Um, Didn't get changed until 2012
2: Wow <laughs> So, you know Wow Yeah <laughs> do, do we know at what point this came in as well? Because I imagine uh, uh, The army S- didn't know that homosexuals existed up until September,
0: in September, October this year Of the 93 Is when it actually was implemented So, from, so the army from found 90- out that
2: gay people existed in 1993 Yeah,
0: yeah Before then and then um, that's when the Simpsons. Um, there's that joke where like uh, Homer joins. He's like, "Oh, there's a question here, but it's been scrubbed out." Yeah. He's like, "Oh no, don't that!" <laughs> and yes, because like if they if they was if a superior officer was found to have asked someone that, they could get basically removed themselves. So yeah, uh, good on you. Let's uh, let's end on a high. Guns and Roses played the last show of the Use Your Illusion tour. In 1993, they would not all be back on stage until what year? And I'm not going to give you a multiple choice. So buzz in with the answer
2: 2017. Close. Ah. Uh, buzz? Yes. Uh, 2016. Yes. Son of a bitch. The price is right of me. <laughs> 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 Did uh, you already so, know that? Were you like in that no, era? I okay. Probably should have said close. But you know. Leroy,
0: no. two. To
2: one. Yeah, you got blimp. Yeah. I got blimp, yeah. Um, good. You distracted me with don't come don't come <laughs> <laughs> damn edging soldiers. Don't come don't
0: come. Uh so yeah, that's our quiz and that's our events and now it's on to sports.
2: <sighs> you make it really hard to enjoy sometimes. Mm. And I'm gonna make it even harder for everyone else to enjoy.
0: Uh you know Okay.
2: Well, if you get to have sad news Okay. I'm gonna throw I'll start off with my sad news So we can then try and move on And forget that it happened Okay, cool James Jordan was found dead Don't laugh
0: I wasn't laughing, I was drinking a sip of my drink And then I was like, I didn't know that was
2: Okay, continue uh, So this will start off A very Big impact, like a series of events here Michael Jordan, dad Dies, Right. his whole world Falls apart everything that he needs and wants and thinks he should be doing just flips. Okay. So for the general public, you know, it's not our problem, it's not our issue, but the greatest basketballer of all time is not playing basketball anymore because his dad died. Right. So for a lot of people that are obsessed with basketball, this was a pretty big deal. Is this the start of like the baseball foray and stuff? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we might cover some of that. I don't know if anyone likes baseball.
0: Um, Mind it
2: baseball is, films, yes, yeah. Because that's isn't like the start of Space Jam's all about him playing
0: baseball. That's my that's my historical reference to Michael Jordan. Yes,
2: like, correct. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he was in Space Jam one, the original Space Jam. I don't know what we're calling it anymore. I thought that he was going to make an appearance in Space Jam two, and it was not.
2: Yeah, I really thought he would have. Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's actually kind of a funny, joke though. Oh, okay. Because you know Michael B. Jordan, the actor. Yeah. It's oh, a- good one so- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like him Yeah um, On to More entertaining news From the sports world Cincinnati pitcher Thomas Browning Was arrested for marijuana Son of a bitch Mm-hmm 1993 so if you get arrested for that? Like what? I can imagine
0: Yeah, you know, Steve Howell, cocaine Like just No,
2: but get this Tom Browning Is white Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know what happened there. It's like he didn't say, "Oh, you're just going to a fish concert. You're fine." <laughs> the Grateful Dead are playing.
2: <laughs> uh my other I've, I don't know why I've flipped my usually I do like a, the events and then the news, but mm. you've messed me around with my sad news. Um there's all paul's fault. NBC uh won the 96 Olympics coverage. Ooh. Here's a quiz. Did they pay for it, three hundred and fifty-six million? Oh, jeez. Four hundred and fifty-six million, or five hundred and fifty-six million?
1: I'm gonna go C. I'll
2: go B. B. They hey! paid four hundred and fifty-six million dollars to get the rights for the '96 coverage.
0: Yeah. Have you watched the movie about money. the the bomb? The bomb. There's a there's a there's a terrorist. Phantoms. Bombing. Yeah, um, there was the um, the Ben Affleck was a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, um there was a terrorist attack at the Atlanta Olympics. There was a bomb um, exploded a, a pipe bomb, oh. um,
2: and Clint Eastwood made a film about it, and it was actually not bad. Weird. Is it as good as Munich? I've never seen Munich. The answer is no. It is not as good as Munich. <laughs> Leroy, have you seen Munich? Yeah. Isn't that it amazing?
1: It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what?
2: All <laughs> right. All right. Uh, it's not. We, come is on. Is the
1: Clint Eastwood one about a security guards? Yeah. Is
2: he the
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to remember his name. Richard Jewell.
2: <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Yeah.
0: So. Um, oh, that was a big hit. It was a pretty good movie. Like, if you want to. Um, and the guy who played Richard Jewell, like, I think a relative unknown at the time, and man, he plays him well.
2: He was in I, Tonya. Oh, was he? Um, He's just in like sporting scandal movie. Yeah, apparently <laughs> he was one like the little sidekicks that helped. Was he just do it? He, I didn't, don't know. he didn't play Tonya. <laughs> <laughs> no, he played the other one, Dorothy um, Hamill.
0: But uh, what's the face? Um,
2: uh... Margot Robbie. No. Ah, oh, is this the one where Olivia Wilde plays a news reporter and yes. she plays it a bit too sexy, and everyone's like, "That's not how it was." <laughs>
0: Um, John Ham's in it too. Um, and also Kathy Bates plays his mum, and it's amazing. She's she, I think she. Got, That's a good duo. Yeah. Um. So, go on with your more sports.
2: On. Yeah, go on. So we had the '93 Women's Cricket World Cup, which was almost cancelled because the funds for it were quite poor. They were running up quote quote here run on a shoestring. Uh, and then they got a ninety thousand pound donation. Where was that? This was in England. Yep. Oh. Uh, it actually finished on August first, but I will announce that England won it, boo, uh, beating New Zealand in the final. Boo. You booing New Zealand and England?
0: No, I like New Zealand. Oh, I used to play. Uh, so when my brother and I used to play in the backyard, I'd uh, regularly be New Zealand as the team. Yeah, and here you get Australia?
2: Yeah, I didn't. I like to be in New Zealand. Yeah, because we're, um, we're black and grey. My colours. Sadness and less sadness, those ear colours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a very depressed child. <laughs> uh, so let's go through the other countries, just for giggles. Obviously, Australia, England, India, New Zealand, West Indies, yeah. the standards. Ireland, we all know play a bit of cricket. Do they? Okay, good. good They've been in World Cup. Scotland? No. Oh. Netherlands? Ooh. Do a little bit of cricket, we've seen them in World Cups. Have we? I have. I used to watch World Cup. <laughs> um this team I did not know even knew what the sport was.
0: Uh what's what continent? Is it European?
2: They're they're in a Dutch. I thing. shouldn't ask you because you're shit at geography. So no, you're shit at geography. Go on. Tell me. Denmark. Ah,
4: okay.
2: Yeah. Weird, huh? Yeah. Would not have picked that.
1: Anywhere where the uh, British Empire staked the claim I'm assuming.
2: But... Yeah.
0: That I think sense, they yeah. didn't the Danes well. would have kicked him out. Just no. Nah. They probably didn't even notice anyone was there. I was going to attempt a Danish like um, accent. I'm like, oh, I got nothing. <laughs> Swedish, Dutch
2: is all the same. <laughs> Dutch is different. Dutch is very different. <laughs> is it? <laughs> all right. Uh, so moving on, we had the Summer Deaf Olympics. Sorry, Deaf Olympics. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. I don't know why this had to be a separate thing.
0: <laughs> wouldn't it just be part of like the um, Special Olympics, or
2: that's what you would assume? Okay. Or even just the regular able-bodied Olympics. Yeah, true. I, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, if you have a lot of deaf athletes and they want to have their own tournament. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna stand. You might stand in the way of it, but I wouldn't stand in the way of that. <laughs> I would not stand on the Uh Bulgaria hosted this. Oh, scenic Bulgaria. Yeah. 52
0: countries participated. We're going to send everyone else to Atlanta. You can go to Bulgaria.
2: Atlanta's next year.
4: Where was
0: and- the ones before this as well? Wasn't it the Barcelona? It's like, we'll go to Barcelona and then the deaf guys and girls can go to Bulgaria.
2: But before that, they were in Christchurch, New Zealand. Okay, that's nice. Very nice spot. Yeah. And then 1997 deaflympics was in copenhagen
0: Ooh. yeah denmark
2: mm-hmm. correct well
0: done google alerts for denmark going through the roof this yeah week. <laughs> shout out to the Dang. danish listener hello <laughs> <laughs> um let's go on to film all right this is quite hooey this is quite a thing Let's just go through the films that were released. Uh, So we got The Firm, Son-in-Law, In In the Line of Fire, (laughs) Rookie of the Year, uh, Weekend at Bernie's 2, Free Willy, Hocus Pocus, Another Stakeout, Coneheads, Poetic Justice, Robin Hood Men in Tights, Rising Sun, and So I Married an Axe Murderer. Holy shit. Now, that's a lot of films
2: and a lot of good films, but this is blockbuster month, is it not? It is. I feel like July should have like a huge Terminator Two style blow your way film.
0: Uh, Where
2: is it? Where is it? Well, we'll find out because we'll go through the ones that we watched.
0: Uh, Leroy, what did you watch for this month?
1: I watched uh, Rookie of the Year.
0: Night. No, let's talk about Rookie of the Year. <laughs>
4: said he's actually going to play today. Henry Rowengartner had a dream. Rowengartner, get it right now! Play in the major leagues. Only one thing... I got ...stood in his way. Home! Home! Home.
3: Reality. Until one day... Cat. ...everything fell into place. Ah!
4: How long will he have to be in the cast? August. And now rotate from the shoulder slowly. Oh, oh, funky butt loving! Did he say funky butt loving? <laughs> Those tendons have healed uh, a little tight. Now, the kid who wasn't good enough for Little Lee. <laughs> Mom, watch this!
2: Is pitching.
4: <laughs> Gosh, Henry You can play
0: for the Cubs Hey In the big
4: leagues I'm the new pitcher <laughs> 12-year-old Henry Gardner, The youngest person in history To play Major League
0: Baseball um, Daniel Stern Daniel Stern His only movie that he's directed um, If I directed a movie I wouldn't uh, make my character The most reprehensible character In the whole fucking movie because he is an idiot in this movie. He's annoying, dude. Yeah.
2: like but, so, uh, I don't know. I don't mind him. We didn't need that. He's Marv. No. He is. No, 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 he no, no, He gets trapped no, in no, between the not, doors. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. Um, I remember watching this quite a lot in my, in my youth. Um, Did but, you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, I to, and it was one of those ones where I started watching I'm like, oh man, I fucking know this movie. Back yeah. to front. Oh, I can't
2: um, believe how likable Gary Busey is.
1: And handsome.
0: Uh, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Gary Busey doing yeah. his best Nick Nolte impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can be, this is where it all started. When I was like, was it Gary Busey or Nick Nolte? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Didn't last very really long, they did it. Uh, we got John Candy as uh, the uncredited commentator.
2: Hang on, I have to stop you. I have to just get straight to the turtle dove in the room. <laughs> yes. And the greatest line in the film. Mr. Duncan yelling. Yeah,
0: Mr. Duncan plays the owner of the um, of the team and has absolutely no idea what's going on. No. <laughs> um, he's playing he baseball. He's trying to be. Uh, and oh man, I was just saying before this started, like the um, the amount of people in this film. I mean, we got the also the the, the worst character of American Pie. He's the lead, <laughs> he's the, lead character he's in, not the worst. He's the worst character in that movie. That guy in American it's Pie. Or? Yeah, yeah I fucking hmm. hate Kevin. He's actually he's, he's the one. Would, this. He's the one. If I was watching that movie, I would worry about the most becoming a like horrible human being. Like he's the one that said, "Like let's try and get lose our virginity before
2: graduation." But in this film, and pushed and pushed it pretty hard. But in this, he's just a nice little kid. Yeah, I don't we know. can't catch or throw.
1: I thought the sound dubbing was terrible on that
2: film.
0: For Rook of the Year, yeah,
2: yeah, there was moments I was like, what.
0: What's yeah. going on <laughs> like he just keeps fucking up his lines with his a d r um i uh apparently a bunch of kids after this film tried to break their arms because I thought it would do <laughs> I was reading up into it so yeah <laughs> um so you got Dan Hidea too um he's the one that we always bring up and like what well, what does he look like? He's in heaps of films um.
2: This dude Oh yeah, that's the one that I would have called budget Robert De Niro. Yeah, budget yeah. Robert De Niro. Yeah,
0: he is in so many movies, um, especially from like this this year and like last year. Um, I always know him as he's he's in Alien Resurrection. That's I right. always well know him from that. He's also in Adams Family. Um, you've also got um the janitor from Scrubs. The janitor from Scrubs is
2: in this. Yeah, so young as well. Yeah, but that was great.
0: He's also in another movie this year.
2: Oh,
0: I won't tell you which one. Okay. Um, it actually comes up in a scrubs episode too. Oh.
1: Yeah. Weird. Um I can't believe that John Candy was uncredited. Yeah, I think
0: he got a lot um yeah.
2: He I, He must have asked. Or see, maybe it was like a contract thing or a rights thing. Or, maybe he's like the nice
0: Bill Murray where he just like drops into movie sets It's like, do you want me to
2: come and do this? Yeah, here's a script. No, no, no. I don't need a script. No. Nah. Just put me in the box. <laughs> I got this.
0: Um, but yeah, I'd say the nicest Gary Busey role I've ever ever seen him in. Like,
2: I was thinking yeah. that during, and then I remembered Point Break. Because mm-hmm. he's a nice, he's a good guy in Point Break. Yeah. Um, he's such a nice guy in this film. No, Bruce
0: no? Altman, who plays the dad, who's like going to gonna, ah, gonna, ma- gonna mack on that mum right in front of the game. <laughs> he's like, oh, we're having another date. It's our three-week anniversary, three-month anniversary. And he comes in and he's just like, and literally just like, it doesn't dry humper, but eh, the intention was there.
1: Yeah, in front of the kid. Yeah, um,
2: he, I, he's what Gordon Bombay aspired to be. In this <laughs> film. Um, Amy Morton,
0: who plays the mum, I reckon that's one of the most realistic mums I've seen in a movie for a while. Like she's, she's not helpless in distress. She's like, yeah. she's like, no, I'm gonna follow my kid and just gonna. And the the kid, oh, the his best friend is the best friend from Forever Young. Oh um, yeah, that kid has been like. I reckon that around about ninety four, ninety five, he became unbankable. He like must have like grown up and like, yeah, kind of <laughs> like probably. you're off. You can't have a career after this. Um, but we got so much to go through. So is there any more thoughts on look um, of the year, Leroy? No, no.
2: And um, of course, I like, Eddie, Eddie I like... Bracken. Have you
0: seen young Eddie Bracken? But uh, uh, Mr. Um, that's young Eddie Bracken
2: there. Yeah, he looks exactly the same.
0: He looks exactly the same. He's as, got dark he's, hair. Yeah. Um, is that a, a turtle dove suit he's wearing? Probably back then.
2: <laughs> back then they were like, you can murder turtle does and make him into a soup. Speaking of murdering, at one point the mum, when they're excited that the boyfriend's gone, she's like, maybe I should have killed him.
0: Yeah, that was a really weird line. What? <laughs> um, let's uh, what give us one of the films that you watched. Ben,
2: um, let's go back to the top of the list with Son in Law. <sighs>
0: It was a peaceful farming community, ah, a place where everything had stayed the same for
1: generations.
4: Well, the
1: They've always known that someday change would come, but no one expected it to come home with the girl
4: next door. <laughs> Middle America, the <laughs> hell <How> is that? <ya? laughs> he's like nothing they've ever seen ah! Ah!
0: nothing they've ever heard I don't want to be rude or anything but Miss Warner
1: you're giving me a semi you distract him I'm gonna hit him over the head with a shovel so basically we're not gonna be hanging
4: out no but after spending a little time together you're just an old hacker disguised as an idiot why aren't you um... Put a little makeup on the great American family. You don't like it, do you? Oh, no, I think I do. We'll never be the same again. Let's chow down here and much some grinding. Yes. And he'll turn one small town into one huge party. Check out the wood that I created for him.
2: Perry
0: White's back. Perry White is back. I was like, <laughs> uh, he, there's a again, these movies. The amount of times, and my wife is getting real sick of it, when um, we're watching, I'm like, oh my God, it's him. Oh my God, it's her.
2: <laughs> and then not knowing their actual names. Yeah. And I,
0: usually it's like, oh, Law
1: and Order guy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wait, you don't know Law and Order, at his names? Nah. Leroy, did you watch Son-in-Law? No, I didn't. Did you watch it growing up at all? Yeah, then? I yeah. think
1: I was a bit of a Paulie Schwerf fan back in the day. Okay. I feel
2: like it was pretty common to be into Paulie Shaw because he was so different and weird, and like this guy's just having a good time. Who hates yeah. that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming.
0: Uh, uh, no, look, he's not. He plays a, a guy called Kroll in this movie, so he is the uh, the RA, like the
2: the resident advisor. Yeah, R A at RA, a college, at, at the
0: college that um, Carla could Carla Gugino is going to. Um, it was, yeah, one of her first roles, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, seen her Probably, in a lot yeah. of stuff. Um, Lane Smith is back. Uh, Perry White is back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've also got um, Patrick Renner, who is in The Sandlot. He's the, the brother, the little, little brother. Um,
2: and then, is it Zach Braff or Tom Cruise or Jerry O'Connell, who play the boyfriend? I <laughs> it's it an amalgamation of all three smashed together. Yeah. Um, we've got Tiffany,
0: Tiffany Thyssen. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> um, and did you notice? I mean, you would have noticed because it's it's a huge plot not plot point, but like uh, we have Brendan Fraser at the party yeah. playing Link from yep. uh, Encino Man. That was pretty good. And then Paulie Shaw kind of stopped she's like, "What?
2: You...
0: Mm. No." The thing is, when you have, a, a when, you have when you're winking to the camera, you don't like wink like and takes it like two or three minutes. Like that, that was a too long a cameo. That's, yeah, like, but it was fun. It should just be the background. It was fun though. Um, I fell asleep in this and then I was like, and I woke up at the, to the credits and I'm like,
2: I'm going to go back and watch the rest of that.
0: I basically I tuned out when the bull, when you met the bull.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't say you really missed out. I mostly enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, it had moments of the leprechaun. <laughs> I feel like they just dubbed in extra poorly sure noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's off camera or like he's walking away and it's just, he's did you? Is this any of this necessary? What's going on? Is it the Swedish chef from the Buffets? Yes. Uh, did you also get to hear some Spin Doctors?
0: Did I get to spin... Like, this, this soundtrack it's though, man, it's, it's pool rock all the way through. Pretty good soundtrack. There is uh, Spin Doctors on a couple of movies. So, yeah.
2: There was also, I need to point out, a Boston Terrier in the film. Oh, Jesus. So, um, they're having a Halloween party in like the what are they communion hall whatever where yeah. they all live and there's a guy with some weird green stripy costume but on his head there's like a little head of a boston terrier a uh, real one no just okay. like a little plastic one but like you know are you a
0: dog person no neither one i'm a cat uh, person well, like what
2: a yeah. cat yeah ah, well. that's
1: still something that's
2: yeah. You know, mm, they're almost as good you're both, you're both terrible um <laughs> um i want to get back to the boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> the one who's like,
0: oh, I want to fuck you before you go to college. But then
2: she says no, and he's like, cool, that's all good. Yeah. It's like, okay, so this is like a decent high school boy. Like, he's a nice guy. Yeah. And then, like, when she's away, he's being all cute on her and seems to miss her, excited for her to come back, wants to marry her, he's a good guy. Oh, no, you've been cheating on her the whole time mm. with this other girl, and then you made, you drugged her and made her think that she cheated on you. Oh, well, I did not. Miss- with- I did not
0: see this bit at all.
2: Yeah, so they drug Tiffany and Paulie Shaw and put them in a barn, so made them think that they've slept with each other. Oh uh. Yeah, this is all the boyfriend and the big guy that works on the farm. They did okay. this. Yeah, and then he like Weasels his way back into the family because everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the way Carla like just starts talking like him. Oh, oh yeah, so no, bad. I did, I,
0: I, did see that bit. Um, and I, that that was, that was talked about in the uh, little box comments as well. Just yeah, squeezing
2: the juice. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy when Paulie Shaw gets punched in the face. That was amazing, and he's on the floor, and he's crying. <laughs> it's great. That was that was probably my highlight. Do you see what's uh, month? what's what's on next month? <laughs> uh,
0: in the army now is uh, next next year. I don't remember that.
1: Uh. <laughs> um, did you know to promote the film, the MTV ran a contest to marry Paulie Shaw in Las Vegas? It was uh, won by uh, Tanya Sinotti of Salisbury, Massachusetts.
2: Did they uh, actually go through with it?
1: Well, there was a ceremony in, in July <laughs> 1993, but no certificates were signed.
2: She ran away quite quickly, I imagine. I would say so. Like, Do you talk like this all the time? <laughs> there's, no, there's no end to like Paulie Shaw. Did you wake up to Perry White doing it oh man said yeah. munch on some grindage oh my god perry white said munch on some grindage
0: i just imagine he went off he went off and off camera he's just like drinking he's like this is just what spitting. Oh, this is what i got <laughs> and then someone line goes they're making lois and clark would you like to be perry white yes <laughs> um i am look i like a dad movie as we all know correct there were a few tears of, got, uh, of dad movie. We have got. Oh, I thought you cried through. Something. No, no. So we have got, in the line of fire, big budget dad movie. Mm-hmm. That's not on a Saturday afternoon. That's that's your Saturday night mm-hmm. or your Sunday night. Mm-hmm. You've got the firm, two and a half hour dad movie. Is that like,
2: like a slightly younger dad? Firm? No,
0: that's one because you could, as a dad you're like, oh, Gene Hackman looks all right for his age, and I'm not doing too badly. Okay. Um, and then you've also got Rising Sun which is the one that you watch when the kids go to bed because mm-hmm. it's got boobies <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so I'm going to talk quickly about I'm, I, we won't do trails for all these because there's so many movies quickly through, uh, go through those ones Rising Sun um, Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes
2: Interesting. Pairing. I don't
0: know whether it's Wesley Snipes but I think anyone that's ever um, paired up with him has awesome chemistry and these guys have got awesome chemistry Sean Connery wow. and them like do really well like they bounce off each other they have that little bit in the movie where they like do trust each other and go and kill each other but we get back to it okay um, so a woman is murdered in a building full of uh, Japanese businessmen and lots of stuff right. Sean Connery is a expert in Japanese culture of course his name is John Conner nice he's from the future <laughs> <laughs> the japanese future yeah. um and he basically instructs wesley snipes how to like act around japanese people and stuff like that and then um uh it's i remember this one being in the schoolyards like did you watch rising sun because there's like there's a lot of there's a there's a eating sushi off of naked body scene oh um and the actual scene itself that which is kind of fucked up now because I remember that scene a lot watching it when I was a kid but it's actually a murder scene but like, you get to see like a naked body and I'm like oh.
2: how do I feel about this? yeah I was like
0: that's, that's the thing I used to fast forward to <laughs> 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 I don't think I like myself back then <laughs> um, there is an awesome bit though where they can't work out in a video they are trying to work out what the identity of, of, of someone was and I think Photoshop just got invented <laughs> so basically what they do is she takes a video of them And then cuts off both their heads and puts Sean Connery's head on Wesley Snipes' body. (laughs) Wesley Snipes' head on Sean Connery's body.
2: Seamless. It's amazing. And uh, it will be on our Instagram. And then someone watched that and went, let's do this with John Travolta and Nicholas. (laughs) (laughs) And make a
0: movie about it. Um, The Firm. um, You watched that too, Leroy? Yeah. Um, That was good. Like,
2: long. Don't you hate Mm. Tom Cruise? (sighs) Warming to him now, huh? I don't know. 90s Tom Cruise? He's a good actor fuck he can run
1: yeah I, uh, yeah he's a sprinter
0: there's a point where his wife runs away from him like you ain't going anywhere <laughs> she, and Wilfred Brimley is the bad guy in this and he's like he's can really he also bad. run he's awesome no he can't run oh he's got diabetes <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, no, ge- another
1: appearance by Gary Busey
0: Gary Busey As the PI. Is it, per- per- yeah oh. is he likeable yeah.
1: yeah, he's not in there very long. Yeah.
0: Oh. Um David Stratham plays Tom Cruise's brother and I reckon they actually make quite a good um uh. pair. Um Gene Hatton. Gene Hatton gets drugged at one point in this movie and he does some pretty good drugged acting. Yeah. Usually some people are just like oh. <laughs> But he's just okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's good. It's it's a, as I said, like it's two and a half hours, probably could have shaved off like forty minutes. Did you fall asleep? No, really? no. But, but, but I will say that we watched it in. Uh, we had an intermission for dinner, nice. um, but it's a definitely. I mean, obviously it's a long afternoon movie, but it's a good afternoon movie. Did you fall asleep during it?
1: Nah, uh, yeah, maybe for a, um, just a minute towards the end. <laughs>
2: did, <laughs> did you get drug Hang? <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a little. And just were, wake up. <laughs> um, were you invested in it up until then, or were you? No, I, I
1: of- reckon I. Yeah, I just about switched off. You won a, a bag of awards, actually. Yeah, and lots of um, supporting best actress. And you're right; it was, I think, five minutes screen time. And it was yeah, the, uh, it's not uh, much at
2: all. But she's she's there. Were they running lean on like nominees that year or something? I think no,
1: so because it, it was an okay role. But it's yeah. it wasn't it was Holly Hunter though. She what, is
2: great. Yeah,
1: it won a BAFTA uh, soundtrack. Uh, won a Grammy, which is and, weird because uh, the soundtrack wow.
0: does not match that, match that movie. It's like jazz piano. Yeah, and there's like. It's fine, but like there's some bits, some tense, there's some tense montages that probably could have used a bit of orchestration.
2: Yeah. I feel like lawyers and jazz piano go well together. Yeah. And it is, it's It's, it's me.
0: in Memphis, like it's all based in Memphis, so I, was, I suppose. It's a lot of foyer on. music, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but there is a montage where he's literally just checking people's um, timesheets. <laughs> like, nice. I said to him, I was like, is this a montage? <laughs> it's like 19.5, 23.5. <laughs> and comparing them to his sprinting times <laughs> yeah. oh man he's just like he could literally pass through a solid object in this movie he's running that fast
1: I feel like the sprinting's part of uh, uh, Tom Cruise's you know
2: yeah yeah uh, he's got sp- it on his resume yeah, like. yeah yeah.
1: He, he, I want to sprint common. at least twice in this movie
2: <laughs> show people how quick I am look at me go um,
0: I want to get onto In the Line of Fire because man this Good is film. probably this is probably my pick for the for the Ooh. month um and it's got nothing to do with Clint Eastwood because I think he's pretty garbage. But mm. um, he also, <laughs> and I will, I will put this, um, I might even drop it into the episode. There is a line, because John Malkovich plays an assassin and he makes this movie. John Malkovich is the star of this movie. He's amazing in it. Um, watch it just for him if you've never seen this movie. And um, he's
2: not really like a... Did you watch it? Not recently, not recently. But yeah. he's not like a huge centerpiece of it. Like it's very mysterious with him. No, but he's
0: he's in it enough. Like he's not like it's not like John Doe in Seven. Like he's he's in it more than more than that. Um, there's a bit where he actually murders like two women, um, like witnesses from the bank, um, which is. I remember that bit. Oh man! It's... You know what I remember from this film? What the wooden gun? No, it's plastic. Same thing. You, you know they had to destroy security. You know they had to destroy that
2: good yeah because it's sense. like it's you can essentially like use that as a that's the the composite gun yeah that's what i remember from a child like even like when i watched it yeah. recently ish like that was the standout point I'm like oh this is clever
0: but the quote from this movie does come from clint eastwood and it says
4: you have a rendezvous with my ass motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> <And> i'm like
0: <laughs> I've, okay i got a feeling that they had a bunch of takes and he's like no go with that one <laughs> it was amazing I wonder
2: whose decision that was I don't
0: know Um, but yeah the back and forth um, and there's a bit um, Renee Russo's in this movie Um, her her and Clint Eastwood have um, awkward foreplay sex and then they get disrupted no how do you
2: go from Mel Gibson to Clint Eastwood come on yeah come on same Mm. race as different film. yeah Yeah. both right of centre it's just like
0: it's just it's just a wrinkly uh (laughs) A wrinkly Mel Gibson. Yeah. Too um, yeah, no, nah, he... Uh, and there's like a weird bit at the end of this film where they're watching pigeons in Washington. And I'm like, did I trail off in one part where he's talking about pigeons before? But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, a weird end to a film. But he was basically on um, JFK's detail and then you find out that like he was one of the survivors of that. They drop him into photographs of that day. and I remember those bits. Do you yeah. know Clint Eastwood was there? <laughs> There's <laughs> a guy that looked like, <laughs> no, no, it looks nothing like he, he, he has literally been like, you could Photoshop see. Photoshop was just invented, remember? Oh man, it's so bad. Like I got a feeling that the makers of Forrest Gump's like, well, we got to make it better than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I, I, I can say right now that was the most fun I had with the movie. This um- Is that everything you've watched this month? No, because there was one that kind of disappointed me because I thought I was going to love it and I didn't, and it was "So I Married an Axe Murderer." Oh,
2: I didn't watch that again. We watched it a year or two ago.
0: Have you ever seen "So I Married, Married an Axe Murderer"?
1: No, I don't believe I have.
0: It's uh, Mike Myers. It's just uh, fresh off his. Oh, well, I think he's doing some SNL. He's he took some time off of SNL. It's just after Wayne's World.
2: Um, yeah, because this was. Yeah, this is between Wayne's Worlds, so this yeah, yes yeah. so time still.
0: Uh, Notorious for being a. Um, the starting point of Mike Myers being difficult on set. Apparently. Oh. Apparently, was not well liked by the director or the writer or the co stars or anything. Oh. Um, wanted a lot of stuff his way, reshot a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, like it basically blew out the budget. Um, and the How result did it blow is. Out the budget. What?
2: They're just in. Rooms, i just like for
0: shooting days. So, um, oh, so, okay. um, if you never uh watched this uh movie, then it is a story about Mike Myers plays a guy who's a beat poet, and I don't know his actual real job, but he seems to have a lot of money because he he lives in the swankiest parts of like bohemian San Francisco, um, 90s where everything was cheap, yeah. Uh, it's um, he meets uh, a girl, he, he's got a fear of commitment, so basically, he 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 he. he Breaks up with people on a whim. He meets this girl, um, but his mum has uh, told him that there's a, a roaming serial killer throughout the country who kills her... Her... Um, lovers. Her lovers just, before, just after their wedding. Yes. Um, and there starts to be, like, these little clues that she might be this murderer.
2: Little clues. They make it pretty obvious It's like, it's her. Well, I was Everything just... in the film points to... It's the... Yeah, and then... The I, and, and the... And the
0: this twist at the end is kind of crappy because it's like, well, I don't know. Um, yeah. I won't, I won't ruin it for anyone. But like, I watched it with my wife and she was like, oh, she kept like sort of like saying, oh, it's this and this. I'm like, no, it's not that smart. <laughs> 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 it's like it, it just should have been that, but it's like, nah. Um, the best stand up thing is that Mike Myers this is probably one of the first times you'll ever see that him did doing dual roles. He plays his dad in this yeah. um, as a Scottish guy. Um, coming in from a household that had a Scottish father and myself, we fucking love this film because mm. we could take the piss out of Scottish people.
4: Well, it's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim, that there's a secret society of the five wealthiest people in the world, known as the Pentavrit, mm. who run everything in the world, including the newspapers, and meet triannually at a secret country mansion in Colorado, known as the Meadows. So who's in this Pentavrit? The Queen the Vatican, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, and Colonel Sanders before he went tetzer. I hated the Colonel with his wee beady eyes and that smug look on his face. Oh, you're gonna buy my chicken. Oh. Dad, how can you hate the Colonel? Because he puts an addictive chemical in his chicken that makes you crave your fortnightly smart arse. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. are gonna give the boy a complex. Well, that's a huge noggin. It's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. Heat.
0: Move. Um, if you've never heard the bit where he, <laughs> his son has a big head. <laughs> um, that's uh, Averman from, Mighty Ducks. Wow. Yeah, the redhead in that. So, do
2: you have you? What's your? So I didn't watch it growing up. Yeah. I knew the the woman bit obviously where he does the little poet. <laughs> he does a little thing. poetry.
0: It's, uh, this is really weird to explain this to another person. It's a really weird and stupid movie to explain to someone. <laughs> and like when you're watching it and this time around I was like this is kind of a stupid
2: movie. I don't have the nostalgia connection with it. Yeah. So I I just see it as like this is a bit weird. It's not that funny. It's not that great. I'm going to get roasted for this later. Um but I don't love it. It's back to that thing where remember what I said about Wayne's
0: World, well, where it's like a bunch of sketches that you just put together. Yeah, this is so that it's like Mike Myers can write good sketches. I don't think he can write whole movies. So yep. it's like the sketch with his dad's awesome. The sketch with um the, Phil Hartman, they go to they go to um, Alcatraz and Phil Hartman's the guard and says one of the most like creepy, disgusting things ever in this movie. It's like an PG or PG rated movie, and like he what he says is just like. Yeah, it's disgusting. (laughs) But yeah, one of the best parts of the film. So, yeah.
2: I Yeah, having not watched it recently, not a huge fan of it. I don't... I I can't give you anything on it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to... So what what else
0: uh, have we not uh, mentioned that you guys watched?
2: Uh, Leroy, did you say you watched Hocus Pocus?
1: Oh, I tried. I got about 15 minutes in and thought... No. no. Not
0: for me. Not for you. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I missed this bus in my childhood. I didn't watch it a lot. Same.
2: Um, it's good. It's fine. I I watched it start to finish. That's. I feel bad. I know a lot of people that loved it and are super excited about the new one next year, but it's.
0: Eh. Had to
2: explain to my uh, what a virgin was, but you know. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Like, well, son, <laughs> <laughs> here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I um, do not been here. What are
0: they what do they what do they refer to breasts as to? Like ya yah Yabos? Yabos and I'm like and he's like he he giggled that and like do not go to school tomorrow and say Yabos <laughs> to that vote. Like, Like yeah, it's just like a blame Bet Midler for
2: it. Another version <laughs> of a Yahweh.
0: Um Coneheads. <laughs> I've n- I I haven't seen I tried to um find a copy of this and I couldn't find it, so
2: I watched it. Oh
0: really? I did. Had you seen it before? Uh years ago. I remember it not being good. I saw all it right. back in the day. but yeah, yeah. Did is you it, like
2: it? Uh, yeah, I did.
0: I remember salt of squeeze
2: Yeah. That. <laughs> That's all I remember Why? about this movie. Why is Chris Farley making out with a cone head to Red Hot Chili Peppers? What is going on? Is that the most
0: 90s things that you can say? Chris Farley <laughs> making out with a cone head to Red Hot Chili Peppers?
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Found the title of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, So I didn't watch these skits at all I knew nothing about the skits Outside of the film
0: Even the A sc- lot of great
2: cameos I, I watch old SNL And even the sketches don't get laughs It's not that funny No I'm glad the voices eased off a little bit Because the way he talks at the start mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying This is really annoying Yep. So that gets a little bit easier Um. Yeah, there's a lot of good SNL cameos and not even cameras like Phil Hartman's an actual character in it. Yeah, that's nice. Um, David is Phil Hartman. David Spade, <laughs> just being David Spade. Yeah, yep. like, I'm yeah. I'm sure they all just said, "Like, can you come on
0: and do your everything you do on SNL on this movie?"
2: He's exact same character from Tommy Boy, basically. I believe Adam and Sandler's... Sandler's
0: like, I think Adam Sandler. Oh no, Conan's got a conehead story. I'm thinking he was like he was supposed to be a um, extra, but he's like Adam
2: Sandler's in it. Yeah,
0: I didn't know he was going to be in it. Yeah, there's some, I, I remember hearing it recently, um, I think on Conan's podcast, so yeah.
2: Um, just on, so the fact we are talking about making fun of things you shouldn't, mm-hmm. and Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we found out last night, he, so he's done alien shows, he's a big conspiracist. Yeah. He's also narrated like a paranormal show. Ah. So there was some Googling of him last night. <laughs> um, and I just want to read out a quote from Dan Aykroyd our new Lord and Savior. He said in an interview a few years ago, I think, Yeah. there is enough range in humor where you don't have to go scatological and you don't have to go pulling any divisive cards to get a laugh. There is so much in the world to comment on that is outside the realm of offensiveness. As a writer, you can go to other areas and have successful creative endeavors. Scatological humor is fun. It's easy laughs, but there is more intelligent writing that can happen if you stay away from offensive material that should be rightly canceled for its harmfulness. Hey, what him. a guy yeah who'd have thought a man of that age in that era is like you don't need to be shit to people to yeah. be funny
0: and he I mean love him or hate him he's written intelligent stuff he's done decent roles like he's like he wrote Ghostbusters basically um, cut it down good. like I mean he wrote Ghostbusters and it was like a uh,
2: 1000 page tome that they had to cut down to like non pages, but <laughs> he also <laughs> co-wrote Coneheads And has since said that it wasn't intentionally a political statement. Okay. But it is clearly about illegal immigrants. Yeah. The entire theme is how America treats their immigrants. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's quite clear seeing and hearing from Dan Aykroyd since then that he's the kind of guy that would blatantly say, this is messed up and we shouldn't treat people like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably why the film's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) That and also the characters suck. Yeah. Not a bad um, soundtrack. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: All these. Oh, um, uh, fucking. Sorry, Marin Axe Matter.
3: There she goes. <laughs>
0: um, and also, uh, um, what's the faces? Two Princes on it. From Spin Doctors. Oh, more Spin Doctors. Spin Doctors. That, that year has kept them
2: going for the next uh, <laughs> decade. <laughs> so, rich.
0: I think we're done.
2: I watched one more last night. Free Willy. Mm-hmm. No. Um. I watched I, that
0: recently with my kid. Um, Michael Madsen, where he's not playing a s- fucking sucker, pack. <laughs> he plays a stepfather. Can you a believe very ang- it? A very angry stepfather. I'll give him yeah. that. But the dude's the kid's angry too. But free really, uh, that's good. I liked it. Yeah. 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 Did you cry?
2: Yes. Yeah. Did they yeah. cry? Yeah. Nice.
0: Uh, <laughs> Did they my, storm out the room? <laughs> my eldest son at the moment he's nine, so he doesn't sort of. I think he's just trying to get in touch with his emotions. Like sometimes he'll just sort of like cover his head. Yeah And I'll sort of like And a couple of times I said Are oh, alright And he sort of gets a bit like So now I'm just like I know what you're doing I did the same You have a bit of a cry dude Yeah Let it out w- Willie's fine <laughs> Is he? I thought he died What? I thought he died No oh, He okay. jumps He jumps the fucking kid And then crushes him In the director's yeah. car <laughs> <laughs> I started Oh watch, what a mess <laughs> I
2: started to watch Weekend at Bernie's too Oh my god <laughs> Yeah five minutes in I thought This isn't going to be worth it I'm out
0: Alright Yeah. I watched Another stakeout with oh. Richard Dreyfus, Amir Estevez, Rosie O'Donnell, Dennis Farina, or as I call him, Italian, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, is, it is just what you think it would be. Um, it's so long after the original stakeout, which I don't mind. I like the original stakeout. But like... Richard Dreyfuss and Emilio just think that they're way funnier than what they actually
2: are. Um, and being the same year as Loaded Weapon, it's clear that Emilio is not that funny. No. Rosie O'Donnell's pretty funny, is it? Um,
0: they do add a dog to the mix too, so... Nice. Um, what kind of dog? Uh, the big scary ones. I'm oh, not sure. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes. That's a lot of film. We have a lot of film. Uh, so let's get onto TV. Briefly. Uh, yeah, briefly, yeah. So, uh, really the only thing we're going to talk about is uh, a a huge childhood favourite of um, anyone growing up on a Saturday morning. um, Was I grew grew up on
2: Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings. Sorry. Uh,
0: So it's a What's Up Up Doc, which is basically like a uh, a Looney Tunes. um, You'd have like Looney Tunes cartoons. And then um, this is the big thing with me is this is where I first experienced the animated Batman series. So my Saturday mornings, no sport for me. (laughs) <laughs> it is no. two two bowls of cereal and uh what's what, up. What top? kind of cereal? Uh probably Nutrigrain. grain. Nice or sultana brand. Nice. Yeah. What's your cereal of choice back in the day? Leroy?
1: Oh, I'm a big cereal fan, so oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Um cereal for dinner? Oh yeah, for anytime. Me. Yeah. Wheat grain
1: Yeah, uh Bix is the staple, but uh fruit Adds loops. Some... Oh well,
0: oh, yeah, oh, nice. Okay. Add, add some sultanas to the Wii Bix, what are you gonna do? No. Fuck you.
2: Just like Half a cup of sugar. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I need. Hot
1: or cold wee bigs while we're talking?
2: Cold. Yeah. Oh, I could go either. Oral. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, uh, soggy or um, soggy. dry. Soggy's fine.
2: So soggy. If I remember... Back milk, first that... Weebix... up, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> milk first or wee Shut up, Paul. Milk first or wee first? wee first. Okay. What the fuck are you doing? Are you putting milk in first? No, I've heard some people do it. Oh, they're idiots. English. Sorry. Don't want, yuck, don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but you're an idiot. No, I, th- <laughs> I think some English people tend to do it. Oh, of course they, they do. They put in their milk and then they see how much CO they need to add to that milk no 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 and they'll go oh it's from back in the war when we didn't have much milk
0: it's like no because you're a fucking idiot (laughs) war's over man (laughs) we won the milk I remember back in the day like um when I was like when I was eating more sugar you put your put sugar on top and then put it in the microwave it's a bit of a crust oh
2: okay yeah I used to you're you're welcome I used to put my sugar (laughs) on and then mash it all up so it gets extra (laughs) soggy Into like a paste and then put more sugar on top. (laughs) So there was sugar in it and sugar on it. That That was until my my second heart attack. (laughs) With any condiment, that's how it works. You need to like mix it through and then put more on top. No Sauce, parmesan, it's all the same.
0: What's up, Doc? I don't know how we got there. Um, So before we started, Leroy gifted us with a promo from back in the day of Miss Sophie Lee. Uh, the presenter of What's Up, Dog. It's probably um, the most disturbing thing for a children's show that you'll ever see. It's essentially only th- as an adult, though. Yeah. So the um, the she's a quite attractive um, young blonde woman, and she's getting ready for a date, but also kind of lusting out And she's got like a, a frame of, I'm assuming, her, her love.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's Bugs Bunny. She's gonna. She wants to fuck Bugs Bunny. In this, literally.
2: But that was the theme of the 90s of young girls lusting after some not particularly sexually. They just wanted, they'd been told, you have to want these things with men. You like laying your bed with or your diary and... rabbits. Or-
1: <laughs> I do believe all the hosts of What's Up Doc were probably cast because of their yeah. good
0: looks. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, after the serial... <laughs> <laughs> Put the serial <laughs> aside. What's up, Except off. Julia
1: Morris, maybe, but
0: um, you know. and Stephen Jacobs. Oh, Um well, you know,
1: it's
2: yeah. it cold enough. Um, is that that's not the Kenny Stephen Jacobs, is it? My no, it's all together else. now. Um Weather yeah, Man. Little, yeah, short weather guy. Yeah. Don't know. Looks like a chipmunk. I don't remember the man of the morning shows. <laughs>
1: Katrina Roundtree with probably first TV appearance after being a triple J announcer. Yeah. Was she
2: on Triple J. Yeah. Weird. I just thought she was the postcard getaway lady. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know she had a career before her career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. It's the other career, around, aren't you? Um, Disgusting. Uh, yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice cartoon was uh, premiered on there as well. Um, uh, yeah, basically like all our staples from the um, uh, from our animated series in the 90s. And it went, it went right through, I think. It might have, yeah. It had different hosts and stuff, but I reckon there was iterations of it right through to like the two
2: thousands. So this was a bit after your time. Then do you not really catch on to much of this? You, no, you just moved I, out.
1: Yeah, were, I, I still enjoy cartoons. A nineteen
0: year old can watch uh, What's
2: Up Duck in the mornings. Can it? watch a sexy girl, the sexy rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. But you would have? Were you, do you think you're seeing it in a different delight to what Paul would have been seeing it in?
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: <laughs> Paul yeah. was like, "Hey, cartoons." That lady makes me feel funny. <laughs> Whereas you're like, that yeah, that makes lady me makes feel me feel funny. funny. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> <on> cartoons. <laughs>
1: it did run for nine seasons too. So it was oh a, nice, a yeah. Wow,
2: that's quite a long time. I'm guessing a lot of different hosts.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
2: Because okay. you can't have a young girl that ages nine years in front of you. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
1: Kate Fisher was on there as well. Which uh, if you watch any oh, clip, Kate clips of, yeah, if you watch any clips, she. Spoke like she was on speed for most of the time. I don't know whether those little um, segments had to be a lot of information in 30 or 60 seconds but yeah. she, I looked her up on YouTube and it was she was a million miles an hour.
0: Um, That's impressive. And then yeah she would go on to change her name. Like she's is that Kate Fisher she changed her name she was in Sirens um, yep. and now and she was on I'm a Celebrity get, get Me Out of Here recently and stuff. And yep.
2: Yeah she went um, through a whole bunch of stuff.
1: She did marry um james packer i believe
2: yes ah. hopefully she's very well off now then got some of I his mad money <laughs> um so let's get on to
0: music all right so uh a lot of stuff um let's go through the charts first uh so finally, well, you know, for a while now, um, uh, no, no Whitney Houston, <laughs> she's, in, she's in the Ruby mirror. Um, but we had, we did have um, uh, both the ARIA chart and the Billboard chart have this uh, gem,
2: isn't it? I don't feel like there could be a bad version of this song. The song is that good. Oh, no, it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. You think the song is good, and then you be 40 come along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, jam- and, and Jamaicanize it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how to feel about that anymore. Uh, I don't know. Um, Informer was still on the ARIA charts,
2: rightly so. <laughs> a licky boom boom damn.
0: Yeah. Um And then we also had uh, on the Billboard charts we had um, Janet Jackson, "That's the Way Love Goes," and SMV with "Weak." Um, so yeah, a little bit of because um, there's been a lot of uh, just one song for like months. Bit of bit of variety there for once. A little so. bit. But let's go into the music. That's my phone. Um, and I can see right now that, uh, yes, one of the movies... I think I, I will now admit that one of the albums that was in this month has been cut off.
2: That's okay, because it was on the playlist that you made for us. Cool.
0: So uh, I'm going to mention that one first. That was Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins. Um, but we also had uh, East 17 with uh, Walthamstow. Uh, we, had <clears throat> we had the Sweet Relief... that probably a train station. We had the Sweet Relief, attribute tribute uh, to Victoria Williams. Uh, U2 with Zuropa. Um, basically, yeah. Uh, Bjork, um, Cypress Hill, Candlebox, um, Tag <laughs> Tag Team, and UB40. Uh, so yeah, quite a lot of um variety there. But uh, Leroy, what's what jumps out at you um out of out of uh, the music released this month?
1: I do remember I'd only just bought a CD player in '93, and um. One of the first CDs I bought was a debut by Bjork. Yep, nice. I was a fan of uh, her previous band, the Sugar Cubes. Yeah, yeah, and um, I actually thought she was quite attractive as well. She's quite unique looking. Yes, yep. Um, so yeah, I was a big fan of that album. Some of the standout tracks were uh, uh, Venus as a boy.
0: Yeah, my favorite. Yeah,
1: big time mm-hmm. sensuality, um, and probably Human Behavior, which human is probably band. the the. Uh,
0: I think it was a lead single. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and probably even today is still one of her biggest songs, right?
0: I'd say so, yeah. yeah. I got like uh Radiohead. <laughs> I got um Fiona Apple vibes a lot because I, I haven't listened to a lot of Bjork. Like um I'm not sure if I understand her. <laughs> but this I, when when this came up, I was actually looking because I, I listened to a um, uh, that sixty songs that define the nineties, the hmm. podcast on Spotify. They did a Bjork song, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to give it. A, like, it's like jazz in your thirties. It's like I'm ready to experience that. Yeah, and I really liked this album. I really liked um, it was a and I did, but yeah, my first vibe was like, um, yeah, put his head and few apples sort yeah. of thing and. Um, Ready ahead Very easy Very easy to listen to um, It's been on um, In the background Quite a lot this week So
1: I do believe she was The only artist To uh, make our mutual friend Steele's nosebleed
0: At a concert Oh really?
1: I think it was At the big day out Watching Björk And yeah. got a nosebleed
2: <laughs> If anyone can do it I mean she I'd Oh I really like her. this Björk <laughs> I quite like her But I could see Her having that effect on people
0: <laughs> I'm going to ask him. I've seen that i was this week i got to ask about that <laughs> um, any other albums for you Cypress Hill well let's just uh,
1: you crazy with Don't you know I'm
2: that sound to me is just always going to make me think of the Simpsons.
0: um I actually like this song a little bit better.
2: Is it because it's less catchy and less overdone? (laughs) Less annoying? Oh, it's the bass, isn't it? That's why you like it? Surprise, surprise. See, you still got little sounds. So weird. How do they even make those
0: sounds? That's I Ain't Going Out Like That by Cypress Hill. Um, A a group that apparently has huge interest to their songs before they get into the fucking lyrics. Uh, What does Cypress Hill mean to you? Because they used to scare me. (laughs) I'd
1: have to say uh, 1993, moving out of home, I think I subscribed to the uh, Cypress Hill way of life.
2: What Um, is that way of life exactly?
1: uh, I think if you listen to any of their songs, I think that comes through.
2: Uh, They
0: did a lot of... uh, Work for the community? <laughs> I, I just thought... It's a lot of gardening. They, they
1: enjoy a lot of plant-based material.
2: Yeah, they were the first vegans. But <laughs> insane in the brain is that I didn't think that marijuana was supposed to have such an effect on the brain. We weren't talking about insane. marijuana. We about oh, Yeah,
1: what are you talking about?
2: Yeah.
0: I just thought that that hey, was, that was hey, plant-based. Hey, this is a family podcast. Get your drug shit out of here, okay? <laughs> you're
2: not my real dad.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, you're... Trolling down O'Connell Street in a low-rider car. Listening to <laughs> <laughs> going past Tin Street Flowers. <laughs> Throwing gang signs yeah. up in the air. Uh,
1: Cypress Hill is one of the artists that um, uh, my wife, who has very conservative music style, uh, will often drop lyrics Cypress Hill lyrics in the car and freak both my children out.
2: Oh, <laughs> PG lyrics or just any lyrics?
0: Uh, not necessarily PG. Of
1: okay.
2: I kind
0: of want to hear that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah with me, it was um, being at this stage, you know, well, I was 11, but like, I, I saw my future being the more alternative grunge punk sort of thing that have divide between that and people listening to Cypress Hill was quite huge. Yeah. Um, they weren't like the popular kids, they were more like the, the Stoner kids and like the outcast sort of thing so um and listening to it back again like i, I don't dig the guy's voice a lot like it's it gets a bit great it after a while
2: um i hated his voice to begin with that's why i could never give them a chance yeah so i don't know and then they collaborated with pearl jam i was like i can give you guys a chance
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did they do with pearl jam uh
2: real thing on the judgment night soundtrack Ah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. i'll we'll get to that um Talk about Pell Jam, uh, they were on
0: the uh, uh, soundtrack, well, not soundtrack, but it's the um, Sweet Relief, the um, benefit for Victoria Williams. Um, so a lot of big bands on this uh, album um, uh, to cover Victoria and Williams' uh, medical costs um, um, after her diagnosis for, is it MS?
2: I wonder how much money they went on to give her f- later on. Because this song became huge for them. I think,
0: I, I was actually, when I listened to this for the first time, I was sort of like thinking like, does this, do they play at most shows so she gets I don't know royalties? if you owe
2: anyone money from playing a cover live.
0: No, you do. If you, it's re-
2: if you make money off it, yeah. like
0: if you record it and sell it, yes. No, no, like because we have to, when, um, when I was in a band, you have to, you, when you're doing your Aria thing, if you do a cover, you don't get paid for that on a live show on a live show but like the person who actually did it does yeah
3: because
0: you get royalties like you know if, if, if you're playing live you still there's still money being generated by the songs you're playing
2: only if there's money involved if you play a free show at the cranker oh and yeah. do all covers no one's <laughs> paid
0: for that anyway uh, Summer of Drugs by Soul Simon I uh, fucking love that song um, of course you do Pearl Jam Crazy Mary Buffalo Toms on there um, Shot of the Think uh, Evan Dando your mate nope and the jayhawks uh some of the bands that were on and i remember uh i mean at the time crazy mary was hard to find a recording of yeah and this cd was hard to find but my mate had it and um yeah we all got tapes of it. now you can't escape it (laughs) uh are you a big pearl jam fan at all yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so have you seen them 37 times
1: i have seen them quite a few times oh it's only
2: 35 by the way 35 yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah Easy. Have you seen Crazy Mary every single time? Do you hate the song now?
1: Uh, I don't remember. Yeah.
2: Oh, come on. oh like, my my, my, <laughs> this is my Crazy Mary thing.
0: So I went to one of the shows with my brother and we we're in the second row because it was 10 Club. Ooh. So during Crazy not, Mary, the, the, though, if,
2: if, if you know have the, what? He's not anymore, is he? No.
0: Um, if you don't know the lyrics to Crazy Mary, like it's um, take a bottle, drink it down, pass it around. And in our... Pre-COVID times, Eddie Vedder would uh, pass his wine bottle out to the front row and everyone would take a drink out of it. Mm-hmm. But not me and my brother. <laughs> because mm-hmm. other people's lips have been on that. <laughs> and I was go- just like, I'll just pass it
2: around. <laughs> it came past you and you guys didn't take a drink? No. Wow. Oh, uh, dude. Even your brother? Yeah. It's wow. just... It's... I mean, not
0: not that I'd say like, even if Eddie passed it straight to me, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's got. Like, it's... Yeah, even at the time, I was just like, ah, "It's not for me." Like, just a lot of people's lips have been on that, and we were like quite far down the line. So I'm just <laughs> like, "You can take
2: it." It's fine. Wow, I, I've got nothing. I'm just shocked. Like, yeah. I I've done the same. Yeah, uh, you didn't drink, but like, if you drank, might... would
0: you do it? Mm,
2: I mean, you've eat, seen me eat cake that got left at someone's table outside a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's <laughs> it's not really a question, is it?
0: Where was that? Was that
2: a uh, Mexican it in this, No, it was in this... I don't know what restaurant it was. We were walking through the city <laughs> and there was a cake on a table and I went, oh, free cake. And you said, I'll give you five bucks to eat that while it was in my mouth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, good times.
2: I mean, it's not like someone put a piece of poison cake on a table waiting for someone to eat it. Oh, I'm no. sure it was fine. Horror movie the idea. Write that one down. Yeah, I'd be the first one. The kept. cake heater.
1: <laughs> Cash for cake. <laughs>
2: What's this? U2. Oh,
0: why are we doing this? Uh, because Zeropa came out. And... U2 uh, fan?
1: Not really. I did go to that concert of, of that tour, though, I believe.
0: Did you get epilepsy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was quite the light show. Yeah. Um, that was the one where he got super weird. Like, oh. he came out as the fly... Um, oh, quite a few alter
1: egos, I believe.
0: Yeah, just like him, it is like insufferable best. Yeah. Um,
2: and is this
0: pre-pop mind- or post pop. Pre. Pre. Okay. This is Lemon Lemon's pretty good song. Mm. Um, with Numb, that's this. That's the song that the Edge sings, mm. the guitarist. Um, there is a bit in the film clip, so it's just him in the film clip doing his lines. And there's things going on in the background and people are poking his face. And at one point, someone puts their foot on his face and I still go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care if you're like the guitarist, one of the biggest bands of all time. Don't put someone's foot in your foot. What the fuck?
2: I wonder <laughs> what the conversation was no around him getting like a lead singing part and then releasing it as a single. Like, it was there had- some sort of like appeasement here? Like, all right. You can have I'm one. pretty
0: sure he sort of bono murder someone. He's like, all right, Bono, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> you don't know Bono. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell anyone, but just give me a single on the next album. It's all right, all right. Or
2: maybe they were just having that good a time with their drugs and their money. Well, they, they didn't were, have enough songs. I don't
0: know. They were big drug takers. I think their ego oh. was just. All well, they're language. having that
2: good a time with their ego Yeah. that they didn't have enough songs. Like, oh, we're scraping the barrel here. We got any more songs? <laughs> I could just talk over a song. Okay, Ed, you do that. <laughs> oh, so what is this name? Do I'll put my what... foot on your face. <laughs> you can have a song. It's Bono's foot and he's like, <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> what I think of your
0: fucking song. <laughs> uh,
2: it's no look of Bloom, not for sure. Um, do we know what the title means at all? Do they just uh, put words, letters no. together and pretend it's a word? It's Bono language. Oh, speak. okay. Right, um, special, candlebox.
1: Special mention for uh, Johnny Cash on that album too. One track. Is he?
2: Oh, really? Yeah. How would they manage that?
1: I think that was before Johnny Cash became hip again.
0: Yeah, oh. it was just like just. I think it was. I think he started his American recordings around that time. But like, yeah, he
2: needed some money. Long intros in nineteen ninety three, huh? Oh wow. <laughs> Everybody in the house of love, Ben Straight into it, huh? Um, Straight into it I remember the funny hats
1: big beanies <laughs> yes. set on top of yeah,
2: yeah yeah Jimbo with a football under his <laughs> 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 I imagine this would have been very much the lifestyle of someone in North Adelaide in 1983
1: I yeah did. well I was pretty heavily involved in the rave culture in those years but I don't think e 17 were part of that they were a oh. sort of teeny bopper I'd say
0: okay. yeah yeah I'll put on the film clip because it's a thing um would you like to hear Some of the lyrics Yes So everybody Everybody in House of Love Yes It goes on for a while Right <laughs> Then everybody One love, one God uh-huh. oh, Churchy uh, Mother Earth She's on overload One more war And she might explode
2: Wow
0: We got to look back And see a love from a past We got to try and change it But it's running out fast Not altogether bad lyrics mm. it's, 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 it's important And it's, it's-
2: yeah. But then you've got such an overbearing chorus. Not that... bothered about your colour,
0: concerned about your creed
2: in the house of love. Everybody's free.
0: That's one
1: Creed
2: called. was a big word in the nineties, huh? Yeah.
0: Oh, we'll get there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually not that bad. Like the,
0: the, when I was listening to I'm like this actually is not that bad. Like, and even though they're mentioning God in the lyrics, they talk a lot about Mother Earth. Like, they're kind of like pagan. <laughs>
2: But then you've ignored all of your verses by just saying everybody's in a house of love. Like, well, clearly not, are we? Hey, build
0: the house of love while we've got the time. Too many bombs in the world. It's like a living mine. The house of love is what we must build. The past won't last if the present is killed. Wait, say that again. (laughs) The... The, The past won't last if the present is killed.
2: I think the past will still be there. I'm pretty sure. Or just like a back to the future oh thing. Oh my god, that's just... The past won't last at the present. That's... It's a back to the future reference. Right? Is it? Maybe. I don't know. Oh man.
0: Are you gonna you erase... know what? Kudos to you, e- E17. You have now confounded me. <laughs> you are smarter than I give you credit for.
1: They wore a lot of denim. I remember
0: that. <laughs> my they did. going to be that <laughs> smart then. Um... Uh, UB40
2: had an album but uh, give a shit. Candlebox Candlebox
0: Yeah so if you went to your local office works and you put Alice <laughs> Janes into a photocopier and came out with a 0x <laughs> copy of it that's what Candlebox oh, would be Oh that's why I liked it It's a pale imitation of it's like if someone put Super uh, Soundgarden and uh, Alice and Chains into a bit of a pot didn't cook it properly mm. and then the the
2: souffle that comes out is Candlebox <laughs> And then they put Candlebox in a with someone else later And they got Creed Loved Some uh,
0: Reverb On their guitar mm.
2: I see why I liked it now that Six makes minute sense. song Counterbox Come on What the fuck It's five minutes Spot on five minutes uh, That's okay I don't remember them at all From back in the day No I'd never heard of them Because it's (laughs) Candlebox Stop saying (laughs) Candlebox Candlebox Alright, should we get on to the uh, The real highlight of the month? We should The only highlight of the month Oh, wait, long intros Girls
0: making out (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Oh, man the film clips for today is just it. a fucking sex fest. It's just like oh. couples. Yeah. This
2: guy's um, being dudes.
0: Leroy. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. Love them or smash them? <laughs> no, I like them. Yeah. You. Other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I think you might be in the same thing as me. Of definitely
2: like, not smash them. Love them in parts.
0: The cantankerous old me. Loves Billy Corgan more and more the more I hear about his fucking exploits. He was a maniac.
2: And oh, like he when was... he was younger.
0: Yeah. or oh, no. Even now, he's like he's a fucking maniac. He he was so pissed off with Nirvana because basically, like, Gish came out, they were selling up places. Nirvana came around, and everyone's like, "Why aren't you more like Nirvana?" And so he like got this huge inferiority complex because they were grouped into Nirvana just because. We talked about in the single soundtrack. Like they're on the single soundtrack with Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and stuff, and it's what yeah. they're not they're not actually a grunge band, they're more of like a rock band. And he wanted to be basically more like Kiss than anything else. Gross. Um yeah, he's like he's a rock star. He wanted to be a rock star. He wanted to be like Led Zeppelin Kiss Queen of Queen's one of his hugest like um Well that's influences.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Um so and This is why Courtney was briefly with him.
0: Well, we'll get into that. So have you guys... I've got some uh, I've got some stuff to say about this. Do you guys ever, have anything you want to um, chime in with before I get into some uh, Siamese it's, dream?
2: It's not as great as I thought it was. I'd never listened to this album properly. There's a lot of filler. There's a lot of filler. Uh, the good stuff is very, very good.
0: Disarm is one of my
2: favourite songs, of when it comes, so
0: I really love this. Song. Yeah, today's not a bad track so either. That's good. Uh, Cherub Rock Stuff, the album's really, really good. Yeah. Mayonnaise has got one of the best guitar parts of like... The whole catalogue, I reckon, and then that's probably it. But don't ask him about that. Don't ask him why he spelt mayonnaise wrong because he gets really upset. Oh, so <laughs> I found some stuff out about Sumi's dream. Would you like to hear it? Yes, would love to. Awesome. He had a nervous breakdown just before uh, dream. I think it was a lot to do with like the whole Nirvana thing. Um, apparently, he was very close to uh, suicide, and he was about to ended it all and then decided to go a different way. And that day he wrote the song Today. So that's where, like, he's like, oh. either I'm going to do the things I want to do or I'm going to be like a... or I'm, I'm not going to be here at all, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, he... The thing is, like, I, I'm never going to downplay someone's um, uh, mental health crises, but, like, when it's put up against the um, this year um, He's not a shy person to, and he's he can be a, he, can, he can come off very he comes off as a bit of a prick most of the time yeah very egotistical so it's like when he says some stuff about like his past and like uh, i don't know if that's exactly
2: accurate but i don't know. but i'm not here though. he he never struck me as someone who's come from a tough upbringing he was like a he was a
0: well, we'll get into this because he was a geek in school and then he, yeah, he's still had, he has, he's got a huge, he's got the Smith's chip factory on his fucking shoulder about this shit. Oh. Anyway, so um, uh, they had to record it down in uh, Atlanta because their drummer, Jimmy Chamberlain, had quite the heroin addiction that they wanted him to. And they, he, he still found people down there to give him heroin. Like, there's just people everywhere. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently it's not just in LA, it's everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, Butch Vig produced it? Butch, Butch Vig produced it and he. Had uh, a tough time. Um, sometimes um, Corgan had quite a lot of guitar parts, to what the point that he actually had a flow chart to work out where he wanted different guitar parts. Like if you looked cool. at a general recording for a track, you might have at most sixteen tracks. Um, I think some of those songs, That's a lot. some of those songs had over twenty or thirty tracks. On, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, going into my next bit, uh, and Billy Corgan played all of them, apart from the drums, because he did not Ooh. think that uh, Darcy and James um, uh, could uh, James Ehar could uh, keep up with him. Wow. Uh, a lot of people have said that that's fine because this was his band and like you know he was the one behind it all he's, he's the genius like let him do what he wants to do but he's actually come back and said like I was I, I overstepped the mark and probably should have let him play
2: yeah unless you have an agreement with the other band members where they're like okay you are more skilled musically yeah and okay you can do our bits but
0: um I read a uh, I don't think that was the case yeah I really um, James E. Haar and Darcy were together at one point too and um I read a book about the history of uh, Rage, so you know the um, the show Rage on yeah. Channel Two. So they were they they did their Rage um, show from a van at the Livid Festival. I think it was like 95, 96. but yep. um, they had just broken up, and she said it was the most oh. uncomfortable <laughs> to experience CTV that she's ever had of being in the in the same room as James Earhart uh, and Darcy just suddenly broke up. Um, Going along. um, (laughs) So Courtney Love dated Billy Corgan for a while. Yes. Courtney Love has come out and said that every song apart from Space Boy on this album is about her. Um, Which Billy Corgan's like, "Mm, no. I've also heard that she's said that about a few albums of, of people. I think she was with Michael Stipe and yeah. Everything's about her. Yeah. I told you that she was in Faith No More. Yes. Yes. She was in Faith No More. I didn't know that. For a couple of months. So a couple of things. This is this is more going into uh, Pilly Corgan's just inner psyche. Um So the band Pavement your favorite. Um, they have a band. They have a uh, sh- uh, album coming out in the next couple of years um, called "Cooker Rain, Cooker Rain." They have a song there called "Range Life," with the uh, lyrics out on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. Nature kids. They don't have no function. I don't understand what they mean, and I could really give a fuck. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Billy Corkin didn't like that. Why not? I don't know.
2: Okay. Um,
0: and he basically said to Lollapalooza, if you have Papen on your bill, we will not play. So that was uh, his demand of that.
2: I imagine having such power to be like, if you do something, I'm just not going to do my thing.
0: In 2008... The uh, confidence. Steve, Steve Malkmus of uh, Papen uh, basically said in his feel like, oh, I think that's all under the bridge. It's fine. Until... <laughs> in 2010... Uh, they were in Brazil and apparently Pavement and Billy Co- and uh, Smashing Pumpkins were on the same bill Oh. so Billy tweeted this <sighs> just found out Smashing Pumpkins is playing with Pavement in Brazil it's going to be one of those New Orleans type funerals I say that because they represent the death of the alternative dream and we follow with the af- affirmation of life part funny how those who pointed the big finger of sellout are the biggest offenders now yawn they have no love by the way we'll be the band up there playing new songs because we have the love
2: Ooh. Ooh, ouch! He sounds like Charlie Sheen <laughs> A little bit <laughs> Yawn How many people <laughs> read that and went Oh great, so they're not playing anything of Siamese Dream <laughs> Let's not go um,
0: Yeah, he If you read any articles and stuff like that He's, he's, he's an interesting man Like I, I do like that he's just a crotchety old Like man in an alternative rock band That just like takes pot shots Like whatever mm. I've heard there are fairly... Basic live band I've never seen them I know a couple I know a couple of people Who've seen them live And said they've got No stage presence whatsoever
2: I've seen the new version Yeah Meh Yeah Like if you just want to go And hear a band It's like seeing a cover band Basically You just want to hear The best version Of these songs Yeah And they were good versions Of those songs I saw him solo By himself Once upon a time Yeah He had like a band But it was the Billy Corgan show I would never been so bored at a concert <laughs> in my life.
1: Um, He's a big cat fancier. I'm not sure if you knew that.
0: Have you seen the cat the the front cover of the cat magazine? Oh yeah. And have you seen the photo of him on the train at and the roller coaster? Thing? The roller coaster. Yes. Thing in it? Oh my god. Have you seen that? No. I'll show that. Out have
2: you yet. seen it edited into the cover of Melancholy? <laughs> <laughs> <of> I've <Infinite Sadness? laughs> not, but I will now. Oh god. Um,
0: and the last thing. So there's the two girls in the front of Siamese Dream. Um, yes. So he put out a bit of a call to say, uh, who's, um, we want those girls for a photo shoot. You know, like this is then the two thousands. And then, uh, <laughs> he tweeted, just found out the weirdest news. Our bass player, Nicole just admitted she's one of the girls on the cover of Siamese dream. No, she's not. <laughs> she's too old to be that. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He just, I don't know whether they're just fucking with people or if he's just like, he actually wants the attention. Like, or did the bass player lie to him? He's just well, I don't think they, I, he probably never even had a conversation with it. It's just he
2: isn't. He is a, a weird. Little it's man. a problem when you're a weird, grumpy old man. You try and make a joke, but it doesn't fit with everything else about your persona.
0: But then again, I think it is though. So. I think he's never. He's never said that he wasn't what he is. An, ego testi- an ego tes- ego egotistical... An egotistical... test. Ego Egotistical. Nah, let's call him. He's an egotistical. <laughs>
2: He's literally an ego testicle Um, How about about him in a Just to bring back to our sports section When the Cubs were doing well Yeah Did you hear from him then? Not personally, obviously he didn't contact you (laughs) It's like, (laughs) Billy? (laughs) Um, There was interviews and like he would come out occasionally Or someone would ask him And he would get so bitter The Cubs started doing well And all these fans came out of the woodwork like John Cusack and Eddie Vedder and all these like Chicago natives. He's like, I've been here the whole time. I go to like every game. I'm always here. It's like, yeah, but no one cares that you're there. <laughs> no one cares about you.
0: You weird good <laughs> Um, Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. So that's, that's kind of music. Is there anything else that you, um, anyone else? Any other notes that we haven't got to yet before we do our favorite things of the. Uh,
2: I have one question. Mm-hmm. Leroy. Leroy, sorry. Oh my god, you piece of shit, Leroy. <laughs> when you watch Rage, and they're showing the things that they show, what do you call those things that they show?
1: Film clips.
2: Oh, fuck's sake.
0: Thank you. <sighs> you you don't. Know, you me. don't know how much it makes me happy that you said that because he thinks that there's some of them.
2: They're they're called music videos, Not but a lot of people been trained to call them film clips. So I'm just trying to rally my troops. Yep. You've got no troops. You got nothing. Mm. Um, I've got a little bit of
0: powder finger news. Ooh, Powderfinger finger news. So uh, apparently they were playing at the Metropolis in July nineteen ninety-three when Lois and a, Clark or is a
2: different Metropolis.
0: Um, when uh, Tim Prescott of Polydor Records was in the <sighs> And uh, that's that. He, he decided right then That he uh, wanted to sign him
2: He thought Aussie music isn't boring enough <laughs> I'm going to get these guys uh, Yeah He's just like We need uh, Worst version
0: of Pelgian <laughs> <laughs>
2: Australia needs its own U2 Yeah <laughs>
0: That's a compliment so, isn't it There yeah. well, you um, like so, finger? No not at all Oh, oh that was a definitive <laughs> number. <no. laughs> Ouch <laughs> Uh, so yeah um, it was yeah so that's that's where we got uh, at, in, in our Powderfinger timeline things are coming though yeah things are coming
2: what? I think things are coming Powderfinger the finger's coming <laughs> the finger's
0: coming <laughs> um, let's go uh, what's your favourite film and favourite favourite what's your favourite film and favourite album of the month Leroy Um. Uh,
1: Favourite album? I think I'll stick with Björk. Oh. Ooh.
2: Yeah. very
0: cool. Cypress Hill not going
1: to... No, I think I I like... I think it was uh, fashionable to like Cypress Hill at the time, yeah. where I think I was out on a limb buying the Björk album. Yeah. N- none of my friends enjoyed it. No, nah,
0: it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I had a good time with that one. Uh, Benjamin, your album, please.
2: No. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be Siamese Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed Candlebox. I really like. How can you not like Candlebox? Oh, because it's Candlebox. It's like. It's Target's grunge. It's Kmart grunge. Kmart grunge. <laughs> grunge from Wish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, cool. Owls and Well, it's not Alice and
2: But it still works. This is not what the photo was. It still works. Uh, yeah, just. There's. Obviously, there's some filler on there, but... Yeah, it's called the album. <laughs> for Siamese Dreams, are good songs that they've got, yeah. they're probably like the, some of the songs of the year at the moment. Well, they're not, but you know, they're up there. Disarm Today, Cherub Rock. Yeah. I, I had a better time
0: listening to Björk, um, mostly because it was new and um new to me um and it was just it felt good to like there was there was so many times where i was like listening to Sommy's dream and i'm like when's the gonna come on <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i get it like you, you um and then you know when we get to the melancholy whew. uh but yeah i'm gonna
2: go with uh, debut by Bjork as my album it would be my very very close second But I think Because Human Behaviour I liked so much Mm. and the rest of the songs didn't quite get close to how good I thought that one was. Was
0: it UB40? Uh, (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Uh, My movie is In the Line of Fire. I don't care. (laughs) Dad dad movie for the win. Such a dad. Uh, What's your favourite movie, Leroy?
1: Uh, I don't know about favourites, but I think Poetic Justice needs a a vote because it's it's probably the most... um, meaningful of the group okay. probably had a, a political stand that uh, probably wasn't being spoken about much in the day so
0: did she save the president? just saying <laughs> did they say the president?
2: Did maybe they? no did they? there's actually did actually, they
0: kill John Malkovich by throwing him off a building in an unsatisfying way at the end? I will say that like, no. the worst part of the movie is like John Malkovich deserved, deserved a better death
2: no John oh remember Con Air remember his death in Con Air John Malkovich deserved to go to prison nah too often white guys get the easy way out in these films it's not my film of the month is going to be rookie of the year really? wow it's a baseball film <laughs> <laughs> I don't love baseball but I love baseball films
0: well Ben broke his arm and broke the <laughs> now he can now he can throw 100 miles an hour uh, with cool sound effects yeah yeah and, and turtle Does. exactly Okay. so much good about that movie thank you so much for coming on Leroy I hope you thanks, had a good Leroy. time thanks for having me yeah no, come back anytime and um, if you want to get in touch with us just like Leroy did you email us on at livingpasspod at gmail.com and is that say, how you
2: got in touch with us? yeah yeah, I think so oh, cool. and if, it works
0: and yeah it does work I answer uh and check us out on instagram this month in particular i think we'll have a bunch of uh, scenes from movies that you want to see yeah uh and check out in our description you can check out uh, letterboxd and spotify um and then if you want to give us a five star review you can if not that's fine i'm not going to force you
2: just don't give us a one star apparently <laughs>
0: uh so until next time in august 1993 when the fugitives comes out and uh uh, it's going to be a, a Fugitive Central episode. I'm already sleeping. <laughs> um, thanks very much again, Leroy. Thanks, Leroy. Thank you. Here. Um, and we'll catch you next time.
2: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod@gmail.com, at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following P.D. Lumston and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back, and relax. Thanks.